hey, why were you there? Why was he there helping my mom when she was shopping for Christmas or mm. or 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 shopping for our birthdays? Or why you didn't say happy birthday? Or why you never gave me a card? Or why why you mm. never turned to me and said, hey, John, if you need anything, Jonathan, if you need anything, I'm here for you. Why what wasn't you there? Why was everything else more important to you than you being there for me? Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you again for joining me at a Dear Dad podcast. My name is Jemson Darius, a.k.a. BJ. And again, today we have a special guest, a family member, a friend of mine, a cousin of mine. So I know one of the earliest episodes you heard, um, Max Maxine, um, was talking about his story, his journey in life as a father and, and about his fatherhood. But this is also his brother. I think I believe this is a younger brother as well. And again, he is Jonathan, Jonathan Darius. He is also my cousin. So again, my father and his father were siblings. So he is like my cousin, my cousin. <laughs> All right. So we grew up together. We 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 were in the same house at a certain times. But again, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna dive in too far into it right now. And uh he's gonna tell you his story, he's gonna tell you his journey in life as a father, and he's gonna um uh open up and be vulnerable and tell you everything what he needs to tell you guys. So again, let me introduce you guys to Jonathan Darius. What's going on, people? How you feeling out there? Uh, uh, yeah, they can't. They can't answer back. I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's going on? Good, good, good. All right, so let's just just up to the first question. So, let me know and let us know. Let the audience know who is Jonathan Darius. Um, I'm a 32 year old father of an 11 year old boy. Um. I live in Long Island uh, with my fiance. Currently, right now, with my fiance's parents. Uh, that's another story. Trying to save up, buy a house, and all that good American dream stuff. Um, yeah, and I'm a uncle to a huge, huge, huge family. I'm an uncle. I'm a brother. I'm a cousin. You know, I'm pretty sure they know how big your family is by now, BJ. <laughs> yes, and it's growing even more. Yeah, it's gonna keep growing too, though. We live, we live strong. Dad is strong, you know. All right, so um, let's move on to like um, your dad, my uncle. Uh, we from okay uh, the same grandmother. So, and my father again. My father and your father were were siblings. Um, tell me, yeah. tell me about your dad. Um. Well, my dad. Uh, uh there's a lot to go on about my father who is no longer with us right now he's uh let's see it's me and my three brothers i believe i have two sisters in haiti one in north carolina now with the same mother so he has about i want to say seven seven eight kids i want to say all together i lived with him for my whole life from what i can remember i lived with him my whole life now i use that i use that those words for a reason, lived with him. You understand? Right. We we'll get it. We'll get into that. I, I lived with him my whole life. What I do remember, I, I do remember 
him being around, I do remember him taking me out to see my cousins and once in a while go to Six Flags and things like that. I do remember that. In terms of him being there and being a father or a father figure, I do not, I wouldn't say he was or a good father figure, I'll say. I wouldn't say he was. I, and I realized that as I got older. You know what I'm saying? When I when I was younger, everything he was there, so he he was a he was there for me. He was a, he was a father for me. You know what I'm saying? But didn't realize that everything that was being done or everything that I was, I was being accomplished or my father, quote unquote, being there was really coming from my mom. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like I said before, he he would I, I lived with him, but when I got older, I realized, hey. He's just there. He was, he wasn't someone who supported or helped or was there when I needed. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? The times I needed. That, that's exactly why I said that mm-hmm. I, I lived with him. You know. But I didn't realize that until later on. I didn't realize that until first, until I became a father myself. Second, until I moved my hope, my mom, my brothers. And my father, when I turned, I was turning, I was 17, turning 18. We all moved to Jersey, right? And I'm sure right. you remember that, because yeah, we all moved to Jersey. And he was still working, doing. Uh, he was a cab driver. Okay, he was still working, but he was getting sick at the time. But he was still working on and off uh, in in Manhattan. But I stayed in Re- my cousin's Reggie's house. I lived there, and one day I go to Jersey. I used to go to Jersey in the weekends to go stay with my mom. One day I go to Jersey, and it's like two, three months after they move. I go to Jersey, and he asks, uh, "Why are you home? Like, why are you not in school?" And I should say this: so when they moved to Jersey, I stopped going to. I was in high school when they moved to Jersey. I stopped going to. Um, school in the daytime I started going to a program at night because I felt like I wasn't gonna wasn't gonna graduate on time so I stopped going to school in the daytime I started going to school at night one day I go to Jersey this is when it really hit me that he wasn't there I go to Jersey and he's there and he's home and he goes what are you doing home I said I said Mox I don't go to school in the daytime anymore it's 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 you know I live in I live with, with uh, Auntie Kawa. I, don't, I live with Reggie. I don't live here. And he looked shocked. Mm. You know? He looked at me like, what, you don't live here? He's like, uh, he was really asking me what I was doing. It was a Friday. I'm sorry. It was a Friday. He was really asking me what I was doing there because he thought I was supposed to be in school. And I said, you know, I don't live here, right? And he looked shocked. He looked at me like wow. he was shocked. And this is two, this is two three months after I was commuting back and forth on the weekends to see my mom and, and going to uh, work during the day and then school at night and living with Kyle Water, going back and forth and things like that, you know? And for me to be alone, me to be doing that at 17 years old and commuting, and that's when you need the most support, you know, from a parent. Moral support, financial support, anything. And everything that was being given to me, all the support that was being given to me was from my mom. I didn't realize that until that day, 
Like, which you don't know, so you haven't been giving me money. You haven't been giving my mom money to go shopping. The groceries that I get when I'm at Auntie Tower House and all this other stuff, you haven't, I said, I'm saying this to myself in my head, you haven't been a part of that. Like, you don't know that. Why don't you know that your son is not in school right now? Or he's not in high school? Or he technically dropped out to go to school at night? How don't you know that? You understand? Wow. That's when it really hit me that he was there and physically there, but not mentally, not no support or anything like that. And then from there, it kind of went like downhill in terms of him being a, a father figure to me, you know? And I started to sit back and think more. I started to sit back and, and, and picture stuff. I keep a lot of I, something about me, BJ, is I keep a lot yeah. of things in. When you see me, when everybody sees me, people see me. I'm happy. We laughing. I'm joking on people. I'm making. I'm trying to make everybody laugh. We having a good time. I go home. You would not know that I have so much going on in my head that I do actually have going on. You right. get what I'm saying? So when 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 that happened with my father first, when that happened, I started to picture things and remember things that happened back then. I said to myself, "Hold on, that was my mom. That wasn't mm. you. You wasn't there. Or why wasn't you there? I'm talking about birthdays, Christmas." school graduations i'm talking about all those things mm. it, it, that's when it really hit me and i sat back and i just looked and i just i just remembered everything you know i see how, how parallel our lives were you know I, again I, I said it before in our other podcast that you know I, we we pretty much grew up together again I, there are times I, I would spend time at your house for the summer for the summertime and it was a great time i can i mean that's something we reflect back on all the time but we would just like, I would spend yep. the entire summer at your house. And it's just so crazy. That's how close we were. Even still today, whenever we see each other, it's just nothing but love. But we, I still I still don't yep. know the, your journey in life. I still don't know the full story behind uh, your life journey, the way you, what you went through and how you were able to overcome it. And it's the same thing as me. I have no, I, nobody knew what we went through. That's what was my, my, with my mom and my father I, I didn't know nobody yeah. knew what, what yeah. went on and that's why I wanted to have this a podcast it's not only for me but to let everybody know like this is what went on really because some people have their own interpretation of things they say well this was happening maybe this was yeah. going on but this is the, actually the true story not only for my end but my siblings ends and it's just also for you where it's just like I mean I was with you all the time we were chilling but there was always something behind closed doors that that was not being spoken of so a lot of us don't know the story behind the story. So it's interesting that I'm hearing these things right now. And I'm like, man, I didn't know it was that crazy. I didn't know it was that tough. Probably because what I was also on my own journey. I was also in my own mind. And it was hard for me to just like comprehend yeah. those things because I was have a lot of stuff going on as well too. Because mm -hmm. I myself, I had to go to night school in order for me to graduate on somewhat on time to get, you know, I think my class graduated and I had to graduate maybe in January or something like that because I, had, I, had, I was not going to school. So it was it, that dynamic is kind of interesting that we both were going through that and our fathers were siblings. So it's, it's very, yeah. very hard. So my, my mind frame is, is that it's interesting that both my uh, my father and your father, the siblings, that we pretty much were going through a parallel situation, even if we were literally around each other all the time. Yeah, that's what's weird. And yeah, I didn't know you had to go to night school yeah. either. You see that? I, I didn't know that. that. That's what's crazy because I'm sure you didn't know that I had to go, I had to go right. through that also. Right. I, I, I didn't know. I, I think when we got together, this is the thing, BJ, and this is why family is so important. This is why I, I feel so lucky 
and rich because of the family I have. You get what I'm saying? Because we could be going, I could be going through the worst. I could be going through the worst thing ever. Once I get around you guys, my family, and my, we have a get together or, or a party or something like that. Everything I'm going through at leaves, leaves my mind. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? You, you, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't go to a party and see you, and I won't sit there with my head down. You know, stressing out. Or That's impossible. Like that. I'll go to a party. And that's it's impossible. You get what I'm saying? This is why family is so important. I'm, I'm so happy that I have, I'm, I'm part of the family that I am now because I can I can go through whatever I'm going through, drive to go, and I see you go somewhere, and I see you, everything leaves. It's it's nothing but laughs and hugs when we see Absolutely. each other. And, I, and I, I think that's what happened when we were so when we when we, we were younger, because you, you, the whole. You didn't spend days at my house. You spent some, the whole summer, summer yep. at my house. You know, and the things that we were going through, it, it, it was, it was. Uh, this is what I think happens. It's like, uh, let's say, um, I, 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 I put together my father and you. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me try to explain that more. Whenever I saw my father. Oh, I was out with my father. He was going to hang out with his mm -hmm. brother, which is your uncle. So I mm -hmm. saw you. You get what I'm saying? So every time I saw my father or I was going on my father, I was blinded by the things that he wasn't doing because in my head, I'm, I'm going to go see my cousins. My father's going to take me to right. go see my cousin. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that's, that's a good thing. So I was okay with what, with what was going on. Or I was blinded by what was going on because I, I, uh, Initially, I, I put together that my father was taking me to see my cousins, and that's it. That's all I cared about is hanging out with my cousins. So I think that's what made us blind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, even that the dynamic with uh, our parents, your dad and my dad, where you said that, um, and I find it interesting that you said he was in the house, but yet he was not being a dad or a father. He was just a body in the house, which, which mm -hmm. is fascinating for me because. I saw my dad. We go to events, we go to family parties, we go to family dinners, all that stuff. He's there. He's around. I see him. Like it's not like he's he's gone and I never seen him, but he's there. And that also made play an effect on me because he was there, but not really was there. And so that dynamic between him and I, mm -hmm. the relationship with him between him and I was a little bit shifty. And I think it was was for all our siblings as well. It's a little shifty because he couldn't discipline us because he wasn't there. I didn't have a disciplinary uh um uh, authority at my house because he wasn't there so i we pretty, pretty much yep. ran wild you know so i didn't really have a relationship yep. with them how was the relationship between you and your dad um when he was in the house or even when he wasn't in the house that was the issue you know what i'm saying i don't know what's worse seeing your father out in parties and things like that and then you're going home without your father and you're saying wow he was just there like i don't have a father i'm going home without him or being in the house with someone you see him every day, but he's not making any mm. effort to to, to 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 be a father. So I don't know which one is worse because I, I don't see I, I haven't I didn't go through what you went through. You know what I'm saying? But I can tell you what I went through, it's horrible. Now that I'm older and now that I I, I see things, things is more in the light, I can see that how was that even accepted by anyone? How was that even accepted by my right. mom? You get what I'm saying? I said, my, your, your, my mother heart, your heart is so big that you, you're okay with 
sharing the credit for things that you work for, for things that you did. Why are you okay with sharing right. the credit? Right. You get what I'm saying? She never, she never said anything or bad mouth my father and said, "Hey, I got you this. Your father mm-hmm. didn't get you this." You get what I'm saying? She'll say, "Merry Christmas, here." You get what I'm saying? And 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 that that authority. I'm the youngest out of the three brothers, out of my three brothers. So that that uh, authority you were talking about, that authority you were talking about, I got that from my brothers. Mm-hmm. School or me doing things that I'm not supposed to do or me even graduating or things like that. I, it was my <clears> brothers <throat> that was there. Listen, you better graduate. You better do something to graduate. You better stop doing this. Uh, everything I did that was bad, that your father's supposed to be there to stop you from doing was my except for Mike. Mike was the one helping me do it. My, the, Mike, Mike was the one helping me do the, these bad things. <laughs> but uh, my older brother Max and um, Martin, my two older brothers, it was them. You get what I'm saying? It was it was them that was like, hey, listen, this is what I heard from your teacher, or this is what you did X Y Z. Do not do this. You get what I'm saying? It was them and my, and mm-hmm. my. Uh, of course, my mom was doing it too, but as a as a man of the house, it was my it was Martin and Max that was giving me that proper authority. Like, do not do this. Do not do not. Uh, this is bad or this is good. And you know, and, and mind you, he's he's still there. He's there. He's still there with me wow. in the house. So it was it was. Uh, it was, it, was, it was hard, you know, the, the, the relationship I had with him, it was, I can't even, I wouldn't even know, you know, I would I would even call right. it a relationship. I, I would th- I would say it was just someone who took me to go see my cousins, which I'm very thankful for. Mm. He was just right. someone there to take me to go do something that I really love to do. And that's be, be, be with my right, family, right. you know? Right. Right. I mean, I, we said it a couple of times on the podcast, and I, I want to emphasize on that. With, with our family, the dynamic is so profoundly happy. And this, I mean, I always said, if you cannot get along with my family, <laughs> if you can't get along with my family, yep. there's something wrong with you. It's not, yep. it's not us, yep. it's you. Because we're so welcoming and we're so, I wouldn't say it's loving as well, that if you can get along with us, maybe there's something wrong with you. I mean, there's some people that's maybe it's overwhelming. Yes. I actually was dating someone that, that could not deal with that because it was too much because their side of the family was condensed to just them. Or it was her, her mom and her grandmother. That's pretty much it. There's no siblings. There's no cousins like that. It wasn't close yeah. cousins. So when she was introduced to my family, it was just more like, Oh, I, I can't come to this outing anymore because it's too much for me. And it, it couldn't work. Not because, you know, she couldn't come with it to the family. It's just like it, it was not going to work, you know? And my family, you come to my family's outings, any outings, if you don't fell in love with us the first time, this obviously, something I'm telling you right now, I don't want to toot my own horn. There's something wrong. wrong There's something wrong. <laughs> There's something wrong. Because we, sh- we show so much love and appreciation. There's no animosity. There's no hatred. There's no, literally, it's just laughter. If you leave, that gathering without your cheeks hurt your stomach hurt or a headache i'm, I'm telling you in the wrong, wrong spot right now because that, that's exactly how it is each and every time we get together that's how it is each and every time there's no like oh i'm not talking to this person or i'm not sitting next to this person 
and we're so close it's so crazy between the Darius and the millions family we're so close it's so crazy even now even now right now we have group chats we have the boys group chats we got the girls group chats we got the family group chats and we got the siblings group it's like group chats for everything and they always find always. a reason to talk we talk no matter all what the time is. there's always yeah. something to talk about we share yeah. everything so that's why i'm like the reason why like you said before whenever we get together it was all about happiness so therefore all our fears and all that stuff that we were like bothering us goes away because now you're in a presence and you're in, a, in the midst of happiness so that's what yeah. you fall into you're just like you know what i'm not gonna worry about my worries i'm not gonna worry about school i'm not gonna worry about anybody else once i'm with my family i'm just gonna yeah. be with my family and i'm going to embrace that so everything goes away you don't even think about that and that's one thing again like you said we do that every time we get together yeah that, that, that that's what that's the good thing about like i said before that's the good thing about me being part of this family and i'm and I, why i'm so thankful you know and that's why I, I associated my father with him taking me to my family so it wasn't an issue that he wasn't there because when he is there or he is doing something with me he's i'm gonna go see my cousins you know so th- mm-hmm. there's no issue there and, and i understand what you're saying 100 and with uh at least my fiance now the first thing when we were getting serious, I said to her is, listen to me, I am extremely, extremely close with all my family. I'm extremely close right. with my brothers. I'm extremely close with my mom. I'm extremely close with my cousins. We joke, we laugh. If they don't joke or laugh with you or they think something is wrong, then something must be wrong. And I want to explain that to you now because it's funny that you said that, BJ, about the person you were dating before. Because my son mother was actually like that. She thought there was something she thought there was something mm. wrong. You know, she didn't like the fact that Mike called me every day. She liked the fact that I talk to my mm. mom every day. She liked the fact that I get around my cousins or my, my family members and I'm gone and I'm laughing and they laughing and we're joking. She didn't like those kind of things. You get what I'm saying? She that she wasn't mm. that the type of person to to embrace that and and, and the the one I'm with now, at least now she's like a part of it. You got now. I, now I gotta right. tell us. All right, stop joking on me. Stop joking. Stop joking on me, babe. <laughs> now, right, we we, we drive. We go home after a party. I don't want to talk to her. I don't. You think you're funny? You trying to embarrass me? <laughs> you know. And and that, that that's one thing I I, I realized that, if, like you said, not to toot our own horn, our own horn, but if you don't leave with your cheeks hurting, your stomach hurting, or anything like that from laughter, then there's something wrong. You know, there's definitely something. There's definitely something wrong. You know, there was a there was a lot of stuff in in me that I see in in my son, and there's a lot of stuff in me that I see in my dad. Regardless, sometimes it's bad or it's good. I just trying to I try to stick to the mm-hmm. positive stuff. Um, I know some behaviors. Some 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 sometimes I I do the same gestures as my brothers at time, and um, it's just it's crazy. And I'm even looking at my son right now. You know my 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 offspring, and I'm looking at this kid. I'm like, I see how much of me is in him from the way the the action that he takes, the way he does certain things, the way again, the way he scratches his head, the way he crosses his legs, is the same thing. And what freaks me out is when we do it at the same time. It's wow. crazy. Wow. It's profound, and I think it's it's very interesting. And I um I wanted to know what are some characteristics in you that you find in your dad, and if there is, do you find it in your son as well? Um, the, the, here's the thing with uh, 
the different characteristics and stuff like that. A lot of times before, I, which is probably not a good thing, but a lot of times before I make a move, before I say something in terms of giving advice or doing something, I'll, I'll say it in my head or I'll reverse, it in my, I'll, I'll rehearse it in my head before, just so I can know that it's not something that he will say or he would do. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? So in terms of big characteristics and things like that, from what I know, I think he was the the the, the funny one of the funny guys, one of the funny brothers out of all his brothers. Oh, he was he was mm-hmm. the one that likes to make people laugh or maybe be center of attention and things like that. In terms of characteristics, I can say I, I would like to be that guy. I would like to be the funny one in the room. I would like to be the one uh, bothering people. He seemed like the one he bothered people for fun. You get what I'm saying? I, I feel like I, w- I would right. like to be that person. I, I think I do that. And I can tell you 100% now, Junior does that. When he's with his cousins, and I'm watching mm-hmm. him, I'm like, this is that's something I would do in terms of somebody's quiet and you go over there just to bother that person or try to make everybody laugh, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, which is not a bad ca- characteristic, you know? I, I feel like that, that's, that's one right. thing he does do that... Uh, um, Oh my! And my father does, did that. I I took from him. That could be a good thing, you know. Mm. Um, right. In terms of anything bad, I feel like somebody else will have to tell me. You get you get what I'm saying? Because hmm. a lot of people tell me I laugh like my father, and I don't. I can't. I can't see it. I can't hear it. I don't see it. I feel like okay. in terms of characteristic, my mom would have to say, hey, "That's what your father would do," or "That's what you." Or that's what um you got that from your father, you know? So I can't really think of anything right. specifically right now that I that I do that that we uh consider something my father did. And it's hard. I mean now you can't even like look into if you do or if you don't because he's not he's no longer yeah. here. And and that's 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 a big that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean his death in itself was just like a it was tough. I mean, I know it's, I can say it's tough, but living it was what you guys had to yeah. go through. And that was a different yeah. situation. The dynamic in itself was just kind of like, that, that was, it was, it was, it was hard. And I mean, I'm not, I can't even begin to act, ask you to explain that. I just know, and that in itself to go through that, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, it's really, really hard. And um, I, I, I don't know, I didn't know, and I still don't know the depths of, the struggles that you guys went through and are are still going through i just i just simply i know that i enjoy seeing you guys whenever you guys are around now i still today whenever I, we get together on the phone it's just nothing but jokes and laughter and i had to even in the beginning of the podcast i had to like cut it short i was like okay he's already we just started we, you know, I, know, I, know, I know i had to stop so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that that I had to, I had to but, find uh, I mean that's 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 family that's family and I enjoy that what are some mistakes that taught you the most in life one thing that taught me a lot one, one thing that that really gets me now and this is going to go back a little bit to what you just said about his death and things like that one thing that really got me was uh letting things go you know what I'm okay. saying he was never one to let things go he was always one to, to hold it in and 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 dwell and, and, and react on what people said or what people did and, and constantly never forget what people did and what people said, you know. And after he passed, 
me are like uh so Max before when, when he passed Max had a big there was going back and forth arguing and things like that Max haven't spoken to him in a while I'm not sure if Max mentioned this in his podcast he haven't spoken right. to, he haven't yeah. spoken to him in a while before he was in the hospital basically on his deathbed you know and right um one thing that uh right before Max was done talking to him he said uh they had an argument he said you know what Max you know what Max I love you you know, and Max is never one to even say that. Max is not even one to ever let things go, neither. You guys have, but at that right. point, he let things go and he said, I love you. And that's probably, the, I think that was the last words he said to my father. Um, right. Before he was, before he was, uh, before he died. So, um, I, in terms of mistakes, uh, it's hard. So how did the, his death affect you? Okay, then, all right. It, it helped, it helped me so this is going back again. It helped me to help to uh, forgive easier. His death affected me, but it helped me to forgive easier. Now, when he first died, I was more of a, oh man, I lost my father. I can't believe this. This can't be real. You know, he was sick for a while. I knew this was going to happen, but this can't be. I was more sad and crying for things like that. You understand? When, when, when he first died. The, the messed up part is now, the way I feel now is, I'm mad or upset at myself that I didn't say nothing to him before, you know, about, and I can't say nothing to him now about how he was acting or what he did. Like, after I realized that he wasn't there for me when I was living in, in Manhattan still and he was all, everybody was in Jersey, I kept that in, I kept that inside. Right. After his death, I was able to tell him anything. And as day goes on now, I'm still not able to tell him anything. And I regret, I regret it. So the way I go about life now is if I feel a certain way or um, think a certain thing, I'd rather tell you in a respectful way how I feel and then drop it. Don't be mad. Don't be angry at you or, or don't give you attitude or stop talking to you. None of that. If I feel a certain way or I think you did something wrong or you did something that made me upset, I would say, hey, listen, hey, BJ, listen, I didn't really like how you said this or you did this and so on and so forth and let's just drop it i'm not mad anymore but i'm happy i'm able to tell you that that's how i felt you know right, right. because right now as i as the day goes even right even to this day i think about things that i would have asked them i think about things that i would have asked them that i can't ask them anymore you know and, mm -hmm. and, and it hurt it hurts that i think i cry now because i'm not able to ask them hey why were you there why was he there helping my mom when she was shopping for Christmas or, mm. or 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 shopping for our birthdays or why you didn't say happy birthday or why you never gave me a card or why why you mm. never turned to me and said, hey, John, if you need anything, Jonathan, if you need anything, I'm here for you. Why what wasn't you there? Why was everything else more important to you than you being there for me? You get what I'm saying? And I wish, I wish I can say that to him now, but I can't. Mm. And that's what hurts the most. So, so that's one way that it, it, it affected me. It changed my personality in terms of me being more honest or more forgiven, forgiven, you know, not holding a grudge or anything like that. That that wow. that, that that changed a lot. I, I would say. If let me let me let me clarify a little bit. If if, if it's worth me saying, 
you understand? So if the situation is not that serious or if the situation is a joke that was said and I didn't like or anything like that, which won't happen, just an example, and we could just go out, I'll just forget about it and continue like nothing ever happened. But if it's something serious that was life-changing or that could have made things better for either one of the people in the party, then it has to be said and then left alone after. Mm. You know? The whole the grudge can really can really take a toll on people. Yeah, it weighs heavy. Definitely does. Uh, that's one way that's one way his death affected us. Uh, but like I said before, financially or I feel like if he was there more financially, if he was there more uh with just moral support, then it would affect me a lot more than it should have affected me. I think it affected me because I had to be affected because it was my father who passed and he lived with me. Right. You know? Right. The the tears in the beginning, which I don't want it to sound horrible me, with me saying this, but the tears in the beginning when he passed was, felt like it had to be there. You get, it, it felt like I, I miss him, don't get me wrong, no matter what he did or, or what he didn't do, I still miss him. But the tears in the beginning was because I, I had to cry. Right. Even with people being there, people watching and people not watching. That's what the tears in the beginning was for. The tears now is for me not being able to say things that I could have said to him. I could have said to him before. Like, I can't tell you, I don't really think I've ever told him I love him. Wow. You know, I don't think I ever said that to him once. And him not being here now, like, why can't I want to tell you I love you? You no matter what you what you did or what you didn't do, right? I want to tell you I love you, but I can't. You know, that's one thing people should take from listening to this podcast or anybody else's podcast or anything like that. This is coming from a person with a deceased father. If you need to tell him you love him, or you need to tell him how you're feeling, or or anything, just. You never know when it's your last day. Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. That's so crazy. I mean, my father right now is not in the best condition, but he's alive and I'm able to tell him these things. And like you say, you haven't been able to tell your dad or he wasn't, he wasn't able to tell your dad that you love him. Um, <clears throat> but I was able to put my selfishness to the side and tell my dad I love him for the first time yeah. in 37 years of my life. And I told him that. And that was, it changed me. It changed my perspective. And and even besides that, I think it changed my dad perspective as well. Because now he's he I think he has a little bit of burden got lifted off his shoulders to know that I, one thing he probably know that yes, we do love him, but it's another thing to say that we love him. It's a different, it's really different. Like it's one thing to, for your kids to say, it's one thing for you to know your kids love you, but it's another thing just to hear your kids say that you love yep. them. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's really, really different. The words matter. So when I said that to him, it, I know it lifted up a big burden off his chest. It made it a whole lot easier. Make make the situation me and me being around him a little bit more easier instead of being uncomfortable. Yeah. It, so it, that in itself, I'm, I can't even imagine if I if he passed away and I wasn't able to tell him that. And that's why I was encouraging my siblings to just like, look, say it when the time, but that you have the time now. Because we have no idea what's going to happen, not only with him, but with us. Yep, exactly. We can literally today wake up and tomorrow we're not here. 
you yep. know so why don't take that opportunity that we are alive that we have the breath of life on us to tell the people that's next to us that we love them yep. we care for them you know we we appreciate them those words matter it's one thing to know but it's another thing to hear it it makes us a, a big profound difference yeah no definitely it's definitely different from hearing it even though you know it's definitely different from hearing it and not to go off subject but with that same i love you like what you just said to clarify to uh, add on to that um us as cousins and things like that we have a lot of passions going on and all that other stuff we don't say it enough I, before i want to say before we never we didn't say it enough yo i love you i love you or see you later after a party something all right i love you before i would say before uh, okay let's take a brief commercial break we'll be right back after this sponsor hey guys bedemson darius aka bj here from dear dad podcast now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did study my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record edit, post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That for me was unbelievable. Oh yeah, here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. But take my word on this. It's true. Using Anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you love it. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And I want to say about a year ago or two years ago, your brother, G, actually said it to me and I couldn't get it out of my head. Really? I, I couldn't get it out of my head. And I know that, listen, all you guys, G especially, you like my brothers, you know? And I know he loves me. But we was at um, uh, a party in the city. I forgot exactly what party it was. And then I gave him a hug, pound. I was saying bye. He goes, all right, Jay, I love you. And I said, I love you too. And then my way home, I kept saying in my head, I can't believe he just said that to me. Wow. It, and like you said, it, it, it's different from saying, from hearing it. And I, he doesn't even know that. Nobody, I never said it to anybody. I didn't say it to, I didn't, my first time saying it was to you just now. And he said it, he said it to me, yo, all right, Jay. All right, later. All right, love you. I said, oh, love you too. On the way home, I'm like, what? He just said, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's, what's wrong with this dude, man? <laughs> He's getting so, he got soft. And I had him like, he had, a, he had a little girl, now he all soft. <laughs> I was like, why? I can't believe you said that. Yo. And I, I, I never took that out of my head. Now, every time I see everybody else, I'm like, all right, love you. It's, it's regular now. Love you, love you, love you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's different from, from hearing it, you know, than, than, than to knowing. It's different from hearing it. it, it it's crazy. You know, the, the, the situation with, with Emmanuel now was not the best at times when we were growing up. Yeah, um, I know. I know. I got it, 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 got, it got better, honestly, not too, not too long ago. But I, I've, I've never really, I've never personally really said it 
out loud to my siblings. It wasn't like you said, and it wasn't until a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago, maybe five years ago, where um, where we both move out the house simultaneously around the same time. Uh, we got his job, his wife got the job, and same thing when I got my job. But we moved, it was just like simultaneously, and that's when we became closer. And it wasn't until I had to sit down with my wife and just you know discussing certain things that we do or don't do that uh, we we came to a conclusion that we don't even my my I don't say that to anybody. I don't say it to my mom. I don't say it to my dad or my siblings. Yeah. And it was like, why doesn't this happen? This is something. This should be something that happens just casually. Casually. Why yeah. don't we say it? Yeah. So now is this because you know what you grew up without hearing it. Yep. It, you know it, but you don't hear it. So now to to say it, it becomes a challenge, and to hear it, it's kind of like. I like it, but do I question it or do I respond? But because your body naturally wants that, as soon as somebody says it, you just like takes it in and it's like, you know, uh, reciprocate it yep. and say it right back to the person because yep. we, the body needs it and you, we want it. So I told my, I, I told, I told my mom, my dad, and my start telling my siblings that I love them now too, to the point that now it becomes a normal thing. Cause I remember the first time I took Emmanuel and I told Peggy, my older brother, my all, all the rest of my siblings, that I loved them, it felt so. It felt so unburdened, like it just felt like a, a, a big stress got off my back. Because now I'm, I'm able to like be free and open and say, "Okay, I love you." And yeah, yeah, you. yeah. You know, so yeah. it becomes so warm and open when we run each other instead of being so so like, like there's a, a, a I don't know a, a negative aura around it. Now it's not there. It's just when we step into the house, we or when we leaving the house and we say goodbye. So I right, love you, bro. We give a pound and we leave. It felt. It feels complete. That that that's that's powerful. That's strong. I'm not even there with my brothers yet. They they know I love them more than anything. You know, but I'm not even there with them saying that. And I feel like it, it is a burden. It, it, it is a monkey on my back. If I say it, I feel I feel like I would feel relieved. Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine what you felt saying it to them, like. I, I've not been there. I'm not even there, my brothers yet. You know, well, I said it. I, my mom knows she's she's my everything. She knows that. She knows my mom knows. I love her. It's the love I have for her is, you know, she knows. Yeah. And I I went to get my teeth pulled out, and we never talked about this neither. But she 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 was crying actually. I went to get my teeth pulled out two teeth actually and they gave me they drugged me up a lot they gave me a bunch of drugs my brother max actually has a recording of me talking a whole bunch of stuff that i don't remember talking mm. after he picked me up he picked me up from the he dropped me there and picked me up so they, anyway they drugged me up uh pulled both my teeth out on the way home i'm calling everybody i'm calling my uh, job I'm not, I'm not coming in don't remember what I said to them. Thank God I still had the job after. <laughs> I don't remember because I tell you, I went to go a couple of days later to go see my HR manager and he was nonstop laughing. I'm like, what did <laughs> what did I say to you? And I'm sorry. Anyway, um, and I was on the phone with my mom and I said, okay, mom, I, I'm, I'm doing good and I, I love you. She starts crying over the phone. Wow. Yeah, she's crying, but I didn't know she was crying. And I said, I love you. She said, I love you too. And she hangs up and then Later on, she found out I was all drugged up, and she 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 calls me in the room. We talking about it. She goes, "You told me I love you." I started crying and stuff. You never said that to me before, and and all the other all, all these other things she was telling me. And 
like you said, hearing it, she knows that at least. Everybody knows mm-hmm. how much. Everybody knows my mom. Everybody knows how much we all love her. Right. But like you said, me saying it to her was different. You know, it, 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 it's different. Like I'm not there with my brothers yet. Hopefully, we'll get there soon. But I highly doubt my brother Max will get there. <laughs> he he's the, he's the he's the most caring. He's one. Of, all my brothers are caring. Max has a huge heart when it comes to certain things. But if you t- if you get emotional on him, he's probably gonna hit you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say I love you, you might you might want to duck. <laughs> you gotta say it from afar while you driving. Yeah, away. you gotta say I love you and speed off. <laughs> but I hope it's not him behind you driving his car <laughs> chasing you but yeah it's, it's powerful saying it rather than, than just knowing you know absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I would hope I can get there with my brothers one day say it naturally you know I, it's I can a hope. huge step it's a huge step you know I'm not gonna lie it's a huge step but it's this it's the kind of step where it's not about you Yep, and because it's not about you, it's, it's even a bigger challenge. And the thing is, once you say it, and I know that's how it was with my family, my siblings. Once you say it, it just domino effect. And what I say it, then my my younger brother would say it, then my older brother would say it, then I say it to my sister. It becomes a domino effect. So now, more of a, we can say it easier now and better now without it being such a nuisance. It becomes like uh, a problem. For us to say, oh, we got to stutter before we say it. We got to think about it before we say it. Nah, I mean, I say it so easily now. So easily now. Not because I don't, it, there's no meaning behind it. It's just now it's easier for me to get off my chest without me thinking about it. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely understand what you're saying. I, I still have it on my chest, but I can definitely understand what you're saying. And I, it'll be huge. It'll be monkey off, off my back once I'm able to say it to them without it being a... Uh, um, anything weird or anything you know right right, right. I, I i've never said it to my father and i wish i no, no matter how much things that i hated he did or how much hate i have for his actions or anything like that i still want to be able to say it you get what i'm saying right i, I want to be able to say it i i, I want to be able to say hey listen i love you this is what you did in christmas you didn't do this for me during christmas birthdays or any celebration but i love you right that will feel so much better and relieved because so, I don't like I do not like the hate I have right now for him even though he's not here right you get what I'm saying BJ I don't right. like the hate I don't like the hate I have for him I want to release it the only person I can release it to is him but I, he's not here right so who I'm gonna who I'm gonna Say it to, and am I gonna feel better? I I, I have to tell you, this is this, this podcast is a one hundred percent great idea because I feel like a lot of people will be feeling. I feel a lot better already. Just a little mm-hmm. bit. We talked about my father. I feel a lot better already doing this podcast. With you. you know, I just want to be able to ask them, like, why, why, just why? Right. Just sit down and tell me why. Even though there's, there's no explanation that's gonna make me say, "Oh, okay," and understand, but I just want it. I want that. That I don't know. I just want that. I don't want to hate you right now. 
right. it's a close it's a closure you want you want to close that chapter in your life yes basically yeah exactly and i feel like it's always going to be open because he's not here for me to to confront right you know just like what you asked me what affected me uh, what changed me i think that's what i i would like to confront without without it being an issue or without being disrespectful i like to confront people about certain things if it did bother me or affected me you know because right if I don't, if I don't fix it right now, I don't want to drive away hating you, and you get in a car accident or something happens to you, and that's, that's how, it. and that's it, you know. Right. That's how I like to, I like to think. Right. You know, I, I feel like there's a certain, there's a bunch of like my my mom has so much. She's like one of the strongest people I ever met because she she sat there and, and dealt with those things with him and didn't have to. Right. You know, this, I, I would say, like, my, there's other options. You could have done other things. You could have, you could have bad mouthed him. You could have mm -hmm. told, you could have told me, I bought you that remote control car. I bought you that for Christmas. I mm -hmm. bought you this. You could have told me that. And BJ, you remember, you was in my house on summer, like we said before. You remember mm -hmm. how much toys and how many games. We had all the games. Yep, yep. We had all the toys. I had every remote control car that there is to remember. I know you remember that because me and you used to build ramps off of books. <laughs> I know you remember that. We used yeah. to, me, you, and G used to build ramps off of uh, textbooks and stuff. Instead of reading them, we built ramps for my <laughs> remote control car. <laughs> so she could have said, hey, I got you that remote control car, you know? And, and the craziest thing about that, BJ, was how far apart, how she got those things and how she was able to find out what I like most because me as a youngest, I had the best Christmas. I had the best Christmas ever. Every Christmas, my mom made it special. The reason why, what she did to find out what I wanted or what was good was she talked to Martin, she talked to Max, she talked to Mike. What should I get Jonathan? He wants a bike. He wants a remote control car. Which remote control car he wants? Here, here's the money. Go buy a remote control car. That that's something two parents should be doing for all their kids. Right. Not a parent talking to the her three kids about one kid. You, you Max, you Max, you sitting there. You could have made Christmas smell much better for all of us. Instead, I got the great Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Mike got sneakers and, and, and clothes and Max got clothes and Martin got this, whatever they got. I don't remember because I was buried in toys. Right. And get and games. You know, hey, my mom will get it. She only could afford this and that and get us a system. We all shared a system. I was happy with that. I turn around, there's a toy there. Mm. For me, a remote control car. For me. A bike. For me. I got a bike one Christmas BJ. Guess who put it together? Martin. Wow. Guess who bought it? My mom. My mom and mom went to go get it. I got a Game Boy. Mom. I didn't, mind you, she didn't tell me. I didn't know this. The games I got, everything I had was, why? Just, Max, why? Why was this okay with you? Why? Why were you okay with not doing it? 
how can you walk in the house after we finish opening our gifts and you sit there and say, I didn't do that. I'm okay. I'm going to go in the room and go to sleep. Wow. You know, that, 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 that's, that's the kind of questions I want to ask and, and I want closure off of, but I can't right. anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's getting worse and worse now because I have my own kid and I also treat my nieces and nephews like they're my kid. Right. So the things I do for them, I say to myself, well, he wasn't, my father wasn't able to hear doing that. The, the, the reason why their Christmas and their birthdays and everything is so special, <laughs> my father wasn't there doing that. And mind you, I'm still doing what my father did in terms of bringing them around their cousins and 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 doing all that stuff, plus the things that he could have been doing and helping out with games, toys, bills, anything, you know? Right. Anything. It, 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 it's, it hurts not, not, not to be able to ask these things. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. It'll, it'll probably hurt. It, it probably hurts my brothers more because they was the ones getting me the things. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I was so young and, and, and naive because I was, hey, listen, I was getting all the games and the Game Boys and the clothes and everything. I didn't realize that these guys was the one doing it. That's love, you know? man. That's love. Yeah, for them to that, that that exactly for them to do it for me, right? Right. And them not getting it themselves. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. So I find it so profound that your your brothers made that much sacrifice for you. I find it so refreshing that they were able to do all that for you. It's it's encouraging. It's it's enlightening. It's just it feels feels great it really feels great that your brother were able to sacrifice that for you i know with maxine he's he's a guy that's just like to give he's a giver he's just love to dive in and give you like whatever that he can if he doesn't mm-hmm. shove his back he will give you that yeah he's very very given and i i highly appreciate appreciate that towards him so yep. i wanted to change the dynamic a little bit let's change the mood let's change the atmosphere let's make it a little bit different let's change the topic okay so <clears throat> with this topic is different it's more about you um, it's about your experiences as far as father, right? And okay. Your experience as a father and how the journey was for your father as a father. So let alone with the phrase game. Let's take a break, been a long day. Hit your line with your fog group with the light sticks. Maybe help me spark the ideas. We got nowhere else to go. It's only up from there. I've been on my own, just running through the fields. Say, live it for the ears. I know that's how they like. Yeah, I fantasize. Tell me that it's real when it's all said and done. I said it how I fit it. I let him hit the fear of a passive aggressive. And we black men with a passion. Steady grip when I shoot to the stars with the full clip. Try and nine with the loose sleeve. Then I proofread till I lose sleep. What's up, BJ? It was good. Nice hey. sound. I like the sound. Sounds good. How we sounding? We sounding good? We sound good. We sound good. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> Don't ask me no question. This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, I have a couple questions for you off that. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't see this. You didn't see us going this way, huh? Yeah. So, uh, where's my notepad? <laughs> you <get> Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, though. 
All right. All right. Let's begin. For more Dear Dad podcasts, visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Make sure you check Dear Dad Podcasts on your favorite Instagram social media platform at Dear Dad Podcasts. Catch you later. Keep your down.